0: welcome friends it's cindy we're on the metaphysical wisdom podcast and i'm with my friend david beaudry today welcome david
1: hi thanks for having me
0: my pleasure yes uh, i encountered david online through his youtube videos um, and i love the name of his organization called noble movement and uh so that was the first attraction and doorway and into what you share. And you are a Qigong teacher. And among other things, you're, you have a, a very broad background. It's a, a deep root into several uh, wisdom traditions. So I'm really excited to share you with the, the community here today. And uh, where are you Zooming in from?
1: I'm from North Carolina right now, coming
0: in from North Carolina. Okay, wonderful. So And I'm on the West Coast, so it's great to have that arc. And uh, yeah, one of the things that um, I love about, I'm on your newsletter, I receive your weekly um, or however uh, frequently they come uh, messages and you share a lot of poetry, which I love. And you um, have recently shared that you're opening a 200-hour teacher training for Qigong. And it's specifically um, something you refer to as somatic Qigong. Yes. and many of my listeners are qigong practitioners themselves and teachers and so i thought we'd start there and just yeah. let like you talk a little bit about what is somatic qigong uh, i mean it's all somatic but there must be something why you call yes. it that and um how did you come to this
1: so you know i got my training uh, in in medical qigong um you know so I spent three years in a doctorate program and It was all amazing, you know, and as a personal trainer, you know, for 15 years and a football player, you know, I started to see the bridge between healing cancer and the flow state, you know, and I was like, you know, so the last five years I've been teaching medical Qigong practitioner trainings and I just, I started to meditate because I started feeling overwhelmed with life and there's too much to do. And I was like, God, what am I here to do? And, And more importantly, who am I here to be? how can i not chase anything and just allow you know with the, the the words that came in were were radiance you know somatic brilliance soul i was like how what is this frequency you know and how you know how do i let go of how i've been doing business right and so i was just like i'm i'm going to let everything go i'm not going to teach this year um and i'm going to be here for my wife and we have a new baby boy coming into the world. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, and so for for a full day, I really was like, all right, God, if I'm not meant to do this, what am I meant to do? How am I meant to really show up? And I and 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 then I heard, you know, like somatic Qigong baby. What you teach is somatics. Mm-hmm. And I have my degree in psychology. So the successful people who are in any kind of therapy are the ones who have the somatic tools to clear the trauma from the nervous system and the four primary somatic tools i've laid out in the medical qigong is breath movement touch right and sound toning and so these four pieces i noticed i teach these four things to everybody and you don't need to know about qi or energy or have any particular um Uh, scientific background or spiritual background it's like oh this works i know how to calm my heart and once my heart is calm through this somatic awareness right because qigong also means energy uh cultivation or awareness and so i was like oh like there's thousands of styles of qigong you Mm -hmm. know and if you break qigong down into three primary schools right You have your medical Qigong to help heal issues and emotions and, you know, heal the achy shoulders, you know. Then you have the martial Qigong, which is like athletic, like really building internal power. You can break through boards and bricks. And I've been around these guys and I'm like, holy shit. If I knew about this when I was playing football, I would have just been exploding people, you know. And so Qigong became this real bridge to the gym. I started going to the gym and I would just connect to spirit. You know, I would do a, a few pulling down heavens, connect to my, you know, enlightened ancestry and then be in the gym, pumping the weights, you know, feeling like like the spirit of God as I'm in the Iron Temple. And uh, so so as I let go of the, the kind of medical title, like, oh, it's easier than that. I'm not diagnosing diseases and issues. I'm teaching people practices to heal themselves, Right. You know and so i, I started to recognize these patterns of the elements and somebody's too fire or too water or to earth and oh here's a practice for you you know here's a nice practice whether that's a breath or a movement or you know you just gotta sing you gotta sing that's it you sing and and whatever you need to heal will heal you know so this it's this very practical approach to healing the nervous system and it also connects us to the divine within you know our cells are divine just like, uh, you know, the earth and the sky.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, the resonance. And yeah, I like you mentioned the flow state. And that's, there's so much uh, interest in that right now. And the flow state is our natural state. And so, what keeps us from that? And it's like with Qigong, you know, we're looking at removing stagnation and uh, getting more circulation of that life force through us. And so, that is, you know, the flow state is related to that. And also, you know, science is really discovering the flow state is about shutting off certain parts of the brain rather than turning on certain parts, right? Yes.
1: Yes. Thank you for sharing that.
0: Yeah. So in your practice of um, training people, you've had teachers yourself and lineage of teachers, and I'm sure you have stories of how you first came to qigong and how you were guided to the right teacher at the right time, and I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey into the the world of qigong and energy medicine. And um, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, well, I, I was I was nineteen years old playing football, and I started reading about you know all the world religions, Buddhism, Taoism, the Gnostics. And I had this enlightenment moment. I was like, oh my God, I'm here to become enlightened through my body and share it with the world, you know? And I was in complete bliss for many months. I just, I just, I would just look up at the sky and be like, wow, I'm a sponge for life. And I was like, I'm never going to be sad or depressed again, you know? <laughs> like, and then a year later I had the dark night of the soul. I was depressed. I was sad. I was like, what happened? I was, you know, and and then I began to just pray really hard. I was like, God, why am I here? What am I here to do? Who am I here to be? And um, that that you know, I didn't know Qigong or anything at that point. I just knew a little bit about Eastern philosophy. And I remember this moment in college. I would I would study, um, you know, before practice, and I often fall asleep in the library. You know, so I'm reading about, you know, um, you know, these wisdom traditions of awakening. You know, Christ and Buddha and Krishna. I was like, whoa. And I would read a download, and I would feel this something happening. Me. I was like, "How do I live like that?" What? Do...? And then I would fall asleep and drool on my book, you know? and I would wake up. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go play football. I gotta, go. you know. And then I would, I would play football, but there was this awareness of like being one with all of life. And I remember a moment you know flash back to to my very first awakening at 9 years old no 11 years old 11 years old mm-hmm. i was i was you know i was i was a, a depressed and sad a lot as a kid unless i was in nature uh huh that's i was in nature and nature was my healing i remember who i was and you know um you know as families do there's depression and in you know uh, there's things in the in the family line you know and when I went out to nature, all that, all that cleared away. And uh, so I remember playing football and sweating my first year, feeling like God, please help me. I'm gonna die. I don't. I can't take it. And there was this moment, just you know, holding uh, like horse stance, like a deep horse stance, you know. But with imagine with a helmet on and fucking pads. I'm like, 11 years old. Like ah, but I'm gonna explode. And and then. I, 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 and they call it the pituitary pain syndrome in yeah. medical school. So once you go through this pain threshold, right, whether you're doing an exercise or movement or, uh, you know, it happens with foam rolling, it happens, you know, with these initiations, right? You, you burn yourself. There's these initiations that happen. And so in this, this pain, my, 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 Third eye opened up, or my pineal gland opened up, and I felt one with God, with all of creation, and I was no, in, I was in no pain, and I, all I and everything went silent. You know, no no coaches was yelling. It was just like, and I could see the trees in the background. I could feel the wind, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm here." You know, I'm one with all things. The enlightened energy is here, and then it took me a d- couple decades to figure out. What that experience was you know another decade later you know i'm in my early 20s and i'm like oh this qigong that i've found is what i used to experience playing football Uh that that oneness with god i experienced training football and sprinting in the wee hours of the morning up hills and just
0: feeling like yeah (laughs) wow so you're calling it the pineal threshold
1: you know, I believe it's called the pituitary,
0: pituitary
1: pain, it's not a syndrome, but it's a, it's a, the pituitary gland begins to release certain uh, neurochemicals to handle the pain. Uh-huh. So in, in my courses, I teach and with all my clients for the last 15 years, I teach them foam rolling and the magic, I got to share with you the magic of foam rolling in the ancient texts. They talk about clearing blockages and they would do it literally by slapping, Right. by opening up you know by using different bamboo sticks and things and so as a from a trainer's perspective you know i tore my acl tore my shoulder so i couldn't lift heavy anymore i had to do foam rolling to unwind my spine my back i had all this chronic pain and then the foam rolling like just started to heal my body and it was kind of excruciating at first you know foam rolling if you've ever if you've ever done it you get on that thing it's like a deep tissue massage somebody putting an elbow Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this sucks. This does not feel that good. But you what you learn, the most essential key you learn here is how to breathe through pain. Breathe through discomfort because life will bring pain. Suffering is optional, right? So the Buddha talks about you know the suffering that comes from the mind. So like shit happens, you know, accidents happen. And Knowing how to use these somatic tools of breath work, of massage, right? Or touch, right? Foam rolling. The fancy term is self myofascial release, right? That's the scientific term. The old, you know what they call it back in ancient China? Pai Da. Pai Da. Pai Da means slap out the demons, <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's amazing because I would have clients in the gym, you know, we would do a little breathing, a little warm up. And and we would always start with foam rolling to unwind the tension before doing, you know, heavy lifting or or, or lifting. Well, I and-
0: think what's um, interesting now with their discovering with the fascia, um, just the, the incredible um, way that when we work with the fascia, like that, it may even be where the meridians are. And so when you unlock that, that's when the chi starts flowing through the meridians. So that's, you know, I've had the experience. I don't, um, doing something called body rolling. I got certified to teach that many, many years ago. And, um, it's a ball, um, you know, and you can use different firmnesses of balls, but it's similar to rolling out, uh, on a roller, except the ball. It's like the Dyson of foam rolling, right? Like the Dyson vacuum where, you know, it doesn't just go forward and back. It can go in all kinds of directions. So the all the body rolling i can remember doing it i think for i don't know a couple hours one day and just being so blissful afterwards and not because in that moment it felt good in every instance but after there was so much chi coursing through my body that it, there was a liberation that had occurred through breaking up the adhesions and moving the stagnation out so i understand totally what you're talking about and um, it seems to be such a hot topic right now. Yes, awesome.
1: you're sharing that, you know, that body rolling is such a simple somatic tool to breathe through the fascial adhesions and the, the, the emotions that are also stored in there, mm-hmm. you know? So as an example, you know, if somebody gets in a car accident, example, you know, and they're fine, everything's, Hey, but the body locks up when they get hit. And so, you know, so the psoas is tight or the hips or the diaphragm, you know, and I've come into contact, you know, I I, I used to train uh, many police officers and firefighters, you know, and and I was like, oh, we just have to open up your diaphragm and your psoas. We have to, un you, that fight or flight got locked up in there. And now we've got a massage open it up and actually literally clear it from the nervous system. But what's amazing is, even if there's something that happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or even in your ancestry, you breathe through it. Like, wow, this is uncomfortable. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm, I'm fearful. All that is, if you just, there's, there's no mind. It's like, Oh, I just breathe. It <laughs> makes some tones. Right. Cause that's how we move energy is by emoting being, right? present, and being present 100%. That's it. That's it being present with the feeling sensation, whether, no matter what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's such a key. So it's like consciousness is having an experience through us or awareness is having an experience through our conscious awareness and in allowing that it's learning about itself, you know, how it can unwind the limitations and have more freedom through the form. And that's really what it's seeking is more creative freedom through each Mm -hmm. of us and when it bumps up against these limitations it puts pressure on them and then we get uncomfortable we have to eventually turn towards that and when we turn towards it and we meet it and are present with that there is a a period of discomfort like a dark night but on the other side of that there is an expanded uh, level of movement of like you would say nobility in um what like how this instrument gets used in service yes that's very
1: well said yeah very well said and i can feel the deep um practitioner that you are you know to to, to speak because this is like an energetic language yeah because right now we i feel us speaking from the energy of this magic versus speaking about about it yeah you know? Like, oh, I'm not talking about healing. We are in the healing now as we speak, you know, and feel that presence. So thank you for that.
0: And to like, um, we can only transmit what we've experienced from an embodied place, right? So you can read about something out of a book and transmit it, but it doesn't have the same um, medicine, if you will, or uh, medicinal quality. That's right. somebody who's been through uh something and has allowed the the process to um I want to say like create a a transfiguration yeah like been transfigured by something by an experience into a new level of awareness then you have you carry it in your field and so um you're Mm -hmm. able to pass that on at least make the invitation
1: yes you know and i'm feeling the call as we get into the the meat of our time together um i think it would be fun to to have an experience of the breath together with your listeners and with your tribe and your people uh because it feels so rich you know and uh everything that you're you are alluding to is direct experience and there's a seed that's planted that we have to water a little bit every day. Mm. Right. It's like we can read about the pineapple, or we can eat the pineapple every day. And that peanut the pineapple every day is what's gonna bring the health. <laughs> right? Doing our, our qigong, our yoga, our, our ball rolling, that's what's gonna bring the health, you know. And podcasts are amazing to bring awareness, mm-hmm. right? Books are amazing to bring awareness. There's been so many books that have transformed how I view reality. But then I have to have practices that keep me in my body because or else I'm just going to read poetry all day and read fantasy start, you know, Jedi, you know, <laughs> I'm just I'm yeah. lost. In, in
0: it's just entertainment if you're yeah.
1: not. You're right. It's just entertainment. So, you know, for your listeners, these practices are really going to help you um, to, to ground whatever you are reading, whatever is inspiring you with a practice. You know, so I invite you, everyone, in this moment, we'll just breathe for five five minutes. We'll do uh, the two most basic and powerful practices we teach all of our students, and it's the warrior's breath and the belly breath, right? And uh, so, if you are driving a vehicle, keep your eyes open and hands on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> if you are uh, at home, then feel free, you know, put your feet on the ground, and as we inhale, feel the crown extend upward. And as you exhale, let out a little sigh. Do this three times. Breathing in with a little sound through the nose. Dissolving, relaxing our heart. And letting go. One more with an inner smile. Oh. if you'd like you can bring one hand to your heart and one hand to your belly and from a scientific perspective this tunes us into heart coherence right two minutes of just holding the heart and breathing gets us there <laughs> so no fancy breathing required <laughs> so in this moment now simply tune into your heart and close your eyes if if you like and You can also keep your eyes open if you like. And we're gonna take five deep breaths into the heart. We call these warrior's breath. So you breathe breathe with a little sound at the tip of your nose and exhale with a little sound at the tip of your nose. Okay, we'll do this five times. Just say hello to our heart. On the count of three, one, two, breathe in. And then exhale through your mouth, let go of everything. Empty out, clearing out. Then breathe in through your nose a little sound let the chest open the ribs open and then exhale breathing in gently rock back and exhale gently rock forward like a tree in the wind inhale and exhale letting go Four, with great love. Letting go. Last one, feeling alive with spirit. Hold it for a moment at the top. Now relax your shoulders and exhale through your mouth. Slow. Your spine elongate. Dropping into this slow exhale. Feeling the divine vibration within. And then taking a few breaths into the belly, and now feel the belly expand. Feeling this presence together that is eternal, that is beyond time and space. And feel this, we're catching the wave together.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And now let's tap a little bit here. So what I do on long road trips, I have one hand on the wheel. And if I start getting sleepy, I tap the thymus like this, right? So if you tap the thymus, let's do five breaths where we breathe into the thymus. And so if you're feeling like really stressed at any moment of the day, do this, take five to 10 deep breaths and just tap the thymus, right? The EFT, right? The emotional freedom, right? But just just real simple. So let's take five deep breaths. Just clear any funk in the field. Anything that's not ours. Anything heavy. Anything any little stress on our minds. Like let's clear that fire. Okay. So on the count of three, we'll exhale. Five more warriors' breath. Okay. One. Breathing in. Two. Three. Exhale. Empty out, and then breathe in with a little sound. Rocking gently back. And out. In cleansing the lungs. Breathing in fresh chi. Cleansing the heart. Letting go of the mind. Two more. In. Letting go of stress. The last one, breathe in, keep tapping. And then exhale, nice and strong.
0: And then let your hands
1: just peel like this. Stretch your arm wide, open the heart. Drop the shoulders. Just feeling this energy, opening in the heart, mind. And then as we close, simply breathe in. We just gather and then drop the energy down through our mind, down through our heart. Dropping it down deep into the sun inside of our belly, our lower dantian. And with the eyes open, simply take three more breaths into the belly and feel the pulsation, feel the sensation in your body. Notice the texture. temperature, the energy, the chi inside of you. And then massage, ground in. Hmm. And tuning into gratitude for our lives. So this is how I start my day. And then I go into a few rounds of this and I'll just have an intention and I'll breathe for it, you know, and I'll give thanks. And if, I'm, if I've got some worry on my mind, I say, God, you know, great spirit help me help me clear this worry and bring clarity mm. you know where there's fear you know how do i breathe into trust you know and then i let the breath just take me there you know because we can't get there through the mind alone
0: yeah <laughs> For sure yeah That's so real. these
1: those somatic tools the ancients use these somatic tools of toning mantra song right dance rhythm around the fire boom boom the drum beat, you know, breathing like Avatar when they're around that tree, right? Around that tree all breathing, holding hands. I'm like, oh, that's what I do. That's what I do on a regular. And then on retreats we have 20, 30 people all, you know? And it's like, we we we, we drop into that sacred space beyond time, beyond space, you know? We, we drop into that sacred moment that, you know, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he calls it the, uh, what, the quantum field? Mm. quantum field is the the sacred the sacred field mm. the enlightened energy that is always there and sometimes you know life life gets in the way sometimes like oh yeah i gotta you know we all we got we have responsibilities and i, I want to share this one you know before enlightenment chop wood carry water after enlightenment chop wood carry water and now you have those somatic tools of the breath to center you of your moon practice to center you when you're pissed off about chopping wood and carrying water all of a sudden you're like oh okay it's okay you know (laughs) because things come up in life you know and everything dies and falls away and nobody's perfect and sometimes life does suck you know and it's that compassion oh these I have compassion for myself for you I know that we all have suffering sometimes
0: yeah
1: And at the end of the day yeah.
0: Yeah, what I hear you saying, what I feel that um, Qigong is brought to my life and to my students and, you know, I have a community and we study together and we practice together. So we're not just practicing without understanding the philosophy. We're not just taking in the philosophy without applying it. So I feel that that's, you know, something that happened with COVID and the lockdown is that we couldn't get together and practice physically anymore. So we started reading about Qigong together and Um, we've been doing it ever since because we can see the richness of the communal bonds that have been made um but getting back to my original point was is that um there is underneath all of the um, texture of life and the diversity of life and the the yin and the yang of life um some a constant that's always there never changing the changeless state you know that we can access at any time and it's uh it's not something we have to earn um it doesn't matter what our social ex you know economic status is every belongs to everyone and so qigong is the way to drop in fall open to that which is always there and ever present and not only just to experience it but to Over time, experience it enough that you identify with that is what you are, Mm -hmm. and then the personality and the chopping wood and carrying water is who you are, too. But -hmm. it's only a small part of who you are, it's not the main. Yes,
1: oh well, yes, yes, you nailed it on the head. You know, we, we connect with our original nature, and we remember that we have a personality and the ego, but we're so much more than that, we're so much more vast than just the roles that we play in life. You know, there's this there's this presence and vastness of, of our soul that is changeless, that is timeless. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm so grateful for you, you know, uh, sh- sharing this wisdom and uh, being on the journey.
0: Thank
1: and you. it's community, you know, you said community and I feel like that's like my biggest purpose I feel right now on the planet is to gather community. Right. To get in the community, and you know, when I first started out teaching, my first teacher was doing some of the largest qigong uh, four-day events in the Western Hemisphere. You know, a thousand people, two thousand people, and I remember my first time. You know, like I had a flashback when I was in college. I remember I was on my on my knees praying to God. Like God, why am I here? What am I here to do? And then He showed me visions of me being on stage with thousands of people, and I was like, Oh, hell no! I'm terrified of public speaking and then i don't know five years later i found myself with two thousand people in orlando florida teaching qigong on stage wow i was like oh my god like it's happening happening (laughs) and and so i'm like you know in 2024 i'm gonna have at least three public uh weekend events you know right now i only teach private retreats and who are uh, my dedicated students in our 200-hour somatic qigong teacher training uh, and we have a retreat this fall, uh, October 7th through the 15th. And like, that's when a magic happens, you know, it really does. But we get to use this Zoom thing to continue to breathe and practice and learn. And then there's a quality of richness that we, we already know each other. There's a community here, you know, and um, so, you know, God bless the internet. And like, I'm so tired of it. You know, I just want to hang out <laughs> in real time. I just want to yeah. be in person with, you know, people. <laughs> but that's the yin and yang of it right it's like what a blessing i get to meet you and connect with your heart i just feel such a kinship and uh devotion i feel your devotion uh you know to to living an awakened life
0: yeah yeah cheers Cheers to that (laughs) and well i love this that you bring it back to community because um the awakening you know awakening is a destructive process (laughs) no doubt about it it's you know really pulling apart what isn't real and true that we've adopted and been conditioned to and um letting that fall away that's uh keeping yeah. us separate from the the bigger reality and in order to do that um it's it's hard to do it alone in fact it's impossible to do it alone but it's really helpful to have community to do that with because you can be reminded and um, have some accountability to that reminder of your true nature and essence, because in the um, projection field of the global uh consensus, we don't get those reminders and those reinforcements. And right. so finding if you know, if you're um on a path like this to awaken to the true nature, to find the community that can support you in um reflecting to you yes that that aspect over and over so that uh, it gets reinforced and yes. then you have you know better chance of survival <laughs> on that path that's after.
1: real like attracts like you know and and the the three the three jewels you're reminding me of you know like one of the most powerful teachings um you know comes from Buddha which means awakened one and then these three jewels are Buddha Dharma and Sangha. And Buddha is the awakened one, that seed is within every human, within every sentient you know being. And then the Dharma is we each have a path. Some people are meant to cut hair, cook food, teach movement, build things, right? And, and like you bring that awakened energy no matter what you you actually do. And then there's the Sangha, which is the community. And these are the three requirements to have a life of purpose and awakening. And it's that community that shares the light and holds a space for our darkness with compassion, holds space for our wounds, because you know, you know, we've all had some trauma of some kind. It's like, oh, you're on a path too. And I see your light. I see what an amazing soul you are. And that reflection um, is needed in our world and it's happening, you know. And so for those listeners who are you know, inspired by this, you know, uh, please, you know, feel free, you know, I have lots of practices for free on YouTube, breath work, and movement, and strength training, just find one that resonates, and just do that, you know, you know, or if there's another teacher you resonate with, or or maybe Cindy has some great, you know, just choose one thing, and do that one thing, don't try to do 10 things, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just do that one thing, like we did today, just just five ten minutes right master that one thing ah right that breath and that movement and then you carry that with you when you go into the grocery store you know when you when you go into the smoothie shop or when you're down at the diner right i'm here in the south man it's hard to find a smoothie around here but <laughs> but it's okay i'm like i it's all good you know i just bless i bless up the fried chicken with love and you know, and I just bless up, you know, wherever I am. And when there's a, especially a lot of intense fear, like when I go back to my mom's house in the Bay Area, I can feel this frenetic energy, a little fear. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of affecting me. So I just make sure I do my practice, put my feet on the earth, say hello to the sun, take 10 minutes, 20 minutes, hour to just be with spirit. And then I can admit that to other humans who don't, who don't, who can't feel it, but then they smile. And, and they can feel something, like, oh, wow, yeah. they just lifted up my day, you know, and it's as simple as that. Thank you for that,
0: that's a reminder of, you know, a lot, like you mentioned before, the um, trauma, like, everyone has trauma, and there's a lot of information out there now about healing trauma, and one of the main things they mentioned is that, um, you know, to find um, someone or something like nature to, that, that's a regulator, like, to co-regulate with something that's already naturally regulated. And so what you're describing in your ability to feel when you're off and to come back home to your center is to regulate and then become a a regulator for others. So others can co-regulate with your field. And our field is what we are offering the world. And our body is an anchor for an energy field on this planet and our responsibility is to that field yes hallelujah you said it so perfectly So i love that you're giving us this tool of simple breathing because i think we tend to think that it's got to be a complex thing to make that shift like oh i don't have time to do an hour yoga practice or hour qigong set or tai chi or something but you know what if we have the right perspective, it can be as simple as a single breath to make that shift.
1: That's right. Uh, yeah, you a great word there, co-regulation. You know, self-regulation. And so, in the science of healing, when you know, imagine somebody who has never known what a regulated nervous system feels like. They come from you know a home where everyone's stressed out. So then they're walking around, and it's not until they ha- they meet a, a actual human and can feel that presence. Wow. And they and and, and they're aware of it at times. Like, oh wow, around this person I feel more calm. Around this environment, when I go on a hike, I feel more calm. So it's bridging that gap between the worlds of like, oh, self-regulation, you know, but if we're all we're constantly stressed and we don't know what it's like to not be in fight or flight, that's what, you know, uh, you know, and uh a lot of them, you know, the world is going through coming out of PTSD, you know, the COVID is like a thing, right? There's still a lot of people who are living in a fear frequency that that's just become their normal. But there's also people who have, you know, this, the, 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 the fear also breaks through into, into new light, you know? So like this lockdown is like, oh, everyone had to go within. So more people are also waking up than ever. Right. More people are having access to this presence of God through nature, you know, through, um, you know, new experiences. Right. It's like it's like so I'm I'm doing my best to hold that vision for everyone and not hold the vision of, oh, everyone is in misery, you know, because like there's a duality sometimes I think that, that we get into and it's like, oh, wait, like we're all in this thing together. <laughs>
0: Yeah, thank you for mentioning that, because, you know, sometimes we awaken because we experience something that works and we're like, oh, that's it. Are you get a taste of that. And then other times we awaken because we are experiencing what doesn't work to the point of suffering and, right. and that a shock sometimes is required in order to move to the next level, like a ring past knot have to have some kind of a shock that
1: um life initiation
0: initiation or dark night something that awakens you to the potential of another way of being
1: that's right and then that
0: that integration you know it doesn't always happen instantly like some you know it's rare for people to have an awakening like an eckhart tolle you know and it's more often a gradual experience of small, you know, um big and small initiations throughout life. Some are bigger and some are smaller, but integration is always a part of linking those awakenings together. If you don't integrate, then it's right. you will end up repeating the same pattern that keeps you at that frequency that's familiar.
1: That's right. Yeah. I love what you said there you know because the it's like it's like a what our culture what the ancient cultures had was initiations and rites of passage to help you go through these new awakenings from childhood to teenage to adulthood to elderhood and we've lost a lot of those initiations and you know collectively we're we're going from like a collective consciousness on the planet of like teenagers who just want it now, who are all all competitive and mind mind mine. And, you know, there's a, there's that. And now we're graduating into true adulthood, which is, you know, like, how do we take responsibility for the earth and each other? And like, it's not about who's got the biggest bank account or who's got the biggest, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, how do we make a better world for our children and our grandchildren and that's where I feel like we're moving through a, on a collective. We're all going through a dark night of the soul. We do actually. We're just coming out of it, right? These last two years, we're all coming. Out. Oh, what? We're in a new earth. Holy cow! Look, at, we're in the Renaissance is here, you know. And I truly believe that in 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 my heart. And you know. And uh, but at the same time, you know, heaven and hell are one inch apart, you know, depending on your state of consciousness, right? And so that's what this world is. It's duality. And how do we bring that duality? here and you know either we find the initiations through teachers or mentors or programs or going to a far off land right or life hits you with the two by four of awakening and you get in a car accident or you get divorced or right i tore my acl right that was you know put me in my second dark night of the soul i was like who am i now i thought i was gonna be a football player and now i just want to die you know and that that was so key, you know, and it was, you know, I, I thought about, you know, taking my life, and I was like, so that's when I got on my hands and knees, like, God, why am I here, show me, please, like, why am I on this earth, you know, and we dig d- deep down enough, you know, the universe brings answers, you know, when we have that heartfelt devotion of, you know, sh- show me who I am, and why I'm here, you know, um, something happens inside of that uh, initiation, that i didn't know you know we don't know what the next step is you know uh, afterwards and that's kind of the scary part it's like who am i now i'm letting go of all that i my identity and i know you let go of you know your identity in many ways and kind of shed that and you're rebuilding you know so for everybody who's in that transition of like who am i now right that's what we are who am i now
0: yeah who have I
1: from these challenges yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think over time, I'm probably quite a bit older than you. Um, mm. It becomes more of um, what's getting done through me rather than who am I. I'm not, you know, realizing I'm not the doer. Not that I, I'm not conscious and participating in life, but there's something, you know, it is me on another expanded level that's doing through me. But it isn't a personality. It isn't a separate self of. Um, with a, an agenda yes um it's more of this form was designed for something and to make sure it gets aligned with the uh, right environment so that it can flourish in that role that it's designed for and naturally in doing that it will attract all of the resources and um people that are part of that unfolding so Thank you. Yeah, I, I love to um
1: thank you for sharing that.
0: Kind of drop back a little bit, right? Like, like think of it, like all the technology we have and people are creating avatars and becoming, you know, this other identity online. But when you leave the game, that avatar is sitting there, it's it's doing nothing, right? That's right.
1: Yeah. It's not
0: it's not choosing what it's doing until you pick up the console or you know whatever it is that you're using to play the game and you project your consciousness through that avatar then it becomes animated and i feel like it's that way my sense of it that this is you know an avatar this body mind complex is a an instrument for consciousness that is um you know the larger version of um what's being expressed
1: birth through you it's like we are each unique expressions of god and it's 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 being birthed through us and we are the vessel and it's like you know just like a tree you know or a water fall or the sun or whatever that energy is like each one of us has a very unique essence and it's like my ego personality uh, isn't in charge of this essence this essence of god that is unique to this avatar. You know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, like, what is this energy that wants to move through, which I'm glad you brought it back to that deeper, more, uh, you know, in uh, he, he, humble, right? Yeah. Like the, the ancient ways are humble, the, the metaphysical wisdom, you know, the wisdom traditions, that's, that's you know, they leave from behind, they say, you know, leave, okay. lift everything else up, lift the earth up and the, and the water and the kids and the you know, like lift everyone else and, and help me out because know, it's not about uh you know us um tooting our own horn so much <laughs> right and so well, thank you for sharing
0: that. <laughs> i think you're on to it when you're asking you know your hands on your hands and knees asking what am i here for that's what you're turning your attention towards is you know what is creating through me and what direction are you moving and how do I align with that? That's what you're really asking. That's
1: right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, this has been really amazing. I have another client to get to in three minutes.
0: Yeah. Oh, let's quick tell us about your website and how people can reach you then.
1: Yeah. So the easiest way is to go to uh, the noble com forward slash Qigong. And that's our 200 hour teacher training and uh, I have lots of free stuff. If you just go New Noble Movement YouTube, you know, you can you can do a lot of free practices there. But if you're really interested in, like, you know, ha- experiencing these initiations in person and um, getting to meet fellow, you know, like-minded people on the path, um, thenoblemovement.com forward slash Qigong. And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I look forward to talking with you and hanging out with you and, you know, seeing how I can support you on your, your path of awakening.
0: Well, thanks for your great service and all the great work you're doing and raising awareness. Um, Appreciate you. And I see you as a colleague, and um, I'm really glad I came across your teachings. Thanks for all that you've been through to bring them to us. Thank you. Everyone for tuning in. I appreciate your um, kind, attentive warmth and your presence. Bye for now.